All right, welcome back to another episode of Sports Pulse Podcast. Nick, it is a great day today. Do you know why it's a great day today? I'm going to assume because the NFL draft is on, but I'll let you tell me. Oh, no, it is exactly that. It is because okay. the NFL draft is today. If you guys have been keeping up with us, as you guys know, Tuesday we did briefly cover uh, the first 12 picks of the well, of our mock draft. It's not yeah. the official NFL draft. Um, unfortunately today we are kind of running on a very tight schedule as poor Nick is really recording this while taking a break from work Poor guy. So, um, we will not be finishing the first round projections, uh, pr- uh, predictions as we had hoped, but, uh, we will definitely cover some of the few things that we need to talk about. Yes, we will. Yeah. Like, like Joey said, you know, this will be probably a uh, brief episode just because, uh, I got to work at 6 and work till 2, and then I got to come home. I had to scarf something down, and I'll be going back around 3.30-ish. So uh, right in between, try and squeeze in this episode and get the shower uh, so I can actually watch the draft with Joey. Uh, I do apologize for that, but sometimes we just got to work around schedules, and today that's just how it works. But I am happy that we'll actually be able to post something. So without further ado, I'll let you lead the way. All right, so I think the first thing that we should you know, do is quickly jump back on a prediction that we had already made. Now, I'm just interested to see whether or not this changes your mind or what. But the Denver Broncos have acquired uh, Carolina Panthers quarterback Teddy Bridgewater for a sixth-round draft pick in this year's draft. Now, originally on Tuesday, we had said that the Denver Broncos were going to be taking a quarterback at the number nine spot. Do you think that they still take a quarterback, or do you see them, you know, now drafting at another position? Uh, I haven't had a lot of thoughts, uh, a lot of time, I should say, a lot of time to think about what I thought. And I didn't even, you know, as soon as they traded for a quarterback, I was like, okay, there, there's no way they go. But I don't know, man. That's a good question. I didn't even think about it. They might, honestly, like Teddy Bridgewater. He's not young anymore. He's not the guy he used to be. So. Maybe they he's just kind of their bridge quarterback. You know, they take him for a year and kind of groom somebody like Trey Lance uh, to be their guy for the future. So I'm not opposed to that, but we could also probably see the Broncos trade down from nine. There's teams like the Saints literally just came out like 10 minutes ago. Uh, there was a news story that said that they're looking to get into the top 10, not for a quarterback, though, uh, but they do want to get into the top 10 for what? We have no idea. Um so it looks like they'll be rolling with Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston this year. But, you know, there are teams like New England, New Orleans, who want to move into the top 10 to go get a guy uh, who they think won't be there when they draft. Obviously, the Saints are going to be a lot further back than the Patriots are at 15. But I would not put it past the Broncos to use Bridgewater as their bridge kind of guy. They only gave up a six-round pick for him. Uh, so if they use him for a year, obviously, they're not going to win that division. The Chiefs are way too good. I really like the Raiders roster this year. Um, barring a very good draft that they should have. Um, they've drafted pretty well. You know, that's the only thing I'll give to John Gruden. Uh, since he's been there, they've had some pretty, really good draft picks. I like Henry Ruggs, Josh Jacobs. They've drafted some really good kids on the defensive side. Um, so I don't think the Broncos are in a position to get Bridgewater and go win that division or go win a Super Bowl with him. But I do like the idea of him being a bridge quarterback just to kind of let a guy sit for a year or so. Or maybe they're just doing this to trade down and maybe grab someone like Kyle Trask or Mac Jones who will be there later in the round or even the second round. So uh, you kind of went into something that I was going to talk about later, and that's fine. Okay. But I'm kind of with you. I, I could I could see them taking a quarterback, 
But right now, I think that we don't. They have other needs that I think that they would like to fill. So, I mean, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater is not a great quarterback, but he's definitely serviceable. And I think his veteran leadership is uh, at least good enough to, you know, kind of steady the reins a little bit. Obviously, you know, Drew Locke is not the quarterback that they hoped. Um, in his best, he is probably equal to Derek Carr. Um, in in terms of that division, but you you know that the Broncos are not going to win anything, considering that they have Patrick Mahomes and, in my opinion, one of the better young quarterbacks and Justin Herbert there. So, uh, in terms of QB comparisons in that division, they they were going to be last in that you know, anyways. Um, moving on to the point that you just kind of touched uh, on is that there are other teams that are looking to trade up. Now, you said the Saints are coming out saying it. You mentioned the New England Patriots. Um, I have a list of a few teams that we could see um, either move up for a quarterback or just move up in general. Um, I want your opinion. I, you don't have to agree. I just want to see uh, what you're thinking about this. We could see the Washington football team move up for a quarterback. We could see the Chicago Bears move up for a quarterback. We could also, like you said, uh, see the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers move up, but not for a quarterback. And, you know, he threw out the Patriots. And I think that, you know, I have Mac Jones going to the Patriots at 15 because I think he, he falls if the 49ers don't take him. Um, so could any of those teams move up? Um, and who do you think they would trade up with? Oh, boy. Um. Well, to begin with, I think the teams that are open to moving are going to, you're going to look at 7, 8, and 9, Detroit, Carolina, and Denver. They're going to be teams that are going to be looking to, maybe they want to draft somebody, but they're probably the most likely teams to move back in the draft at this point. We saw the Dolphins already move back, but then move back up. Um, the Falcons, they had interest in from several teams trying to move into the four spot. They said no, so I think they're a lot there. I can't imagine Cincinnati moving back with the option of Jamar Chase or Penny Sewell being there. So you look at one through six, it's definitely a lock to kind of stay where they are. Um, seven, eight, and nine, like I said, Detroit, Carolina, and Denver, we could see these teams move back. Uh, I'm not against it. None of those guys really are going to draft guys that are going to make complete their roster 100%. Now, Carolina might not move back. An offensive lineman really bolsters a good roster for them. Uh, Detroit needs a lot of things, so moving back to get more draft capital and maybe some younger players definitely makes sense for them. And Denver just having traded for a quarterback, whether he's their guy for the future or not, it does kind of make sense for them to, you know, like I said, get some draft capital, move back, uh, and maybe get some younger players as well. Uh, I think we might see, we're definitely going to see someone move into the top 10. I'm not sure who. I don't like Pittsburgh moving into the top 10 only because there's. Don't, I don't think they're going with the quarterback in this draft. And someone like Najee Harris or Travis Etienne will probably be there when they draft because the only team looking to add a running back would be the Bills, and they're going to draft after the Steelers. So I don't – maybe they want something else that we're not sure of. They did lose quite some veterans uh, at the cornerback position and at the offensive line position. So maybe they're going to move into the draft to up to draft a guy like Rashawn Slater. Uh, um maybe draft a guy like Caleb Farley, who might even be there when they draft just because of the injuries he's had. Um, I don't love the idea of the Steelers moving up. The Saints, obviously, they show interest. They're going to have to probably give up a lot to move up to the top 10. And with a probable Super Bowl caliber roster with a good quarterback there, I can't imagine they're just going to want to lose a lot. Maybe draft picks, probably, but I don't think they're going to want to lose anybody. 
um, to move up just because the roster is really that good. Like I said, the Patriots are the most likely team to move up. They definitely need a quarterback. Cam Newton's not their guy. He proved it last year, and they don't have anybody behind him. I, I don't – yeah. What were you saying? I, I was going to say I really like the, you know, what, what you've said so far. Um, I would agree with you. I, I think that if we're going to see a team move up, in my opinion, it would most likely be uh, – in my opinion, I feel like it would most likely be the – New England Patriots. Now, I, I could see the uh, Lions and Panthers training down, but I think most likely at this point, because the Broncos went out and got a quarterback, I could see them uh, trading down too. And unfortunately, I, I know that you don't like to hear this. I have seen today that the Falcons could move down, um, which in my opinion would be terrible because I think they're in a really good spot to get somebody that they would like. But, you know... Say Kyle Pitts goes and, you know, then you're maybe stuck, you know, trying to pick somebody that you, you're not really sure. But I, I don't see that. I think uh, the first three picks are obviously quarterbacks. But quarterbacks, not quite sure. But, you know, time will tell. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like what you pointed out with the Steelers and the Bills. Um, this, is a, this is a relatively deep draft. And, you know, there are going to be good running backs taken that are going to be in the third round. Um, you know, Najee Harris and ETN will probably be off the board by mid, you know, mid second round, but these are guys with, you know, round one talent that we're not going to see, you know, maybe until the late round one or round two. I don't even predict the Buffalo Bills going with the running back in round one. I think that, you know, their edge rush is a little bit more important when they have, you know, guys in the, you know, second or third round that they could pick up, you know, they have, you know, ETN probably will fall to the second round for me. But, you know, there's guys, you know, Javante Williams, Michael Carter, both out of UNC that are good running backs. Uh, you know, Trey Sermon, Ohio State, you know, at the end of the season had that great run. He's probably a guy that won't go until that third or fourth round. And, you know, I think that he is a suitable, you know, running back in this league. You know, you talk about Chubba, uh Hubbard out of Oklahoma State, a guy who we might not see go until the fifth round in 2019. He led all of, you know, Division One in rushing yards. So I think that this is a really deep draft. Um, you know, there's like we said, there's going to be a lot of players in this draft that, you know, are might go in the fifth round and still have a chance at a starting spot. This is how good this draft is. So for me, I'm with you. I, I don't see um, – you know, any team really moving up. I, I could see the football team moving up, but for me, I, I have them taking uh, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, the linebacker out of Notre Dame. And I think at 19, that's probably the best spot for them. I think that a lot of the teams are in the right position to get the guys that they need, um, not necessarily the guys that they want. Um, I, I do, however, could see the Patriots moving up. Another team I could see moving is the Minnesota Vikings. I could actually see them moving down. Um, I, I think that their biggest need is uh, you know offensive line, and they're at the 14 spot. So for a team like Chicago, who's you know drafting at 20, even though it's a six spot difference, it, it could prove to be beneficial because you never know who could fall. Especially if they the Patriots don't end up moving and they're moving one spot in front of the Patriots, which kind of. Uh, what kind of blocked them from getting? I mean, at that, if 
you know, let's say for some reason someone moves up besides the Patriots to go get Lance and leaving only Mac Jones there and Chicago really wants him, if they move him up to 14, they screw New England out of a quarterback for this draft. They either have to really reach and grab Kyle Trask or they're going to have to hope that someone like uh, Atlanta or uh, a team like um, Detroit doesn't take Kyle Trask at uh, 36 or 38. So uh, Chicago moving into 14 and Minnesota trading, trading down could prove to be really, really interesting. It kind of puts the ball in New England's court to see what they want to do. Yeah, I think for me, uh, I mean, there's also been – Apparently, there's been a deal, not a deal, but uh, the Patriots are working on a deal with the 49ers to acquire Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, I think that if that happens, uh, this whole entire thing could really, really, really be a a, a whole uh, different scenario. We could even see, uh, you know, the Patriots draft the quarter a quarterback that the 49ers like and then ship him on over. So uh, this could be really, really interesting to see how this goes. I mean, we're still five hours away at this time, and you, you never know what's going to happen in the next five hours. I mean, honestly, I was sitting here uh, reading just as you were talking because I got a notification, and I just this is beyond hilarious to me. I think I, I know what you're talking about, but I'll let you go. Tim Tebow. You know, the former Denver quarterback who has, you know, spent time with the Jets, the Patriots, and the Eagles, and, uh, you know, uh, off in the offseason workouts, didn't get it. He spent time in the MLB or, or in the minor leagues with the Mets. He has retired from baseball. He is now 33, and he worked out as a tight end today for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And there's a possibility they could sign him. Now, for me, I had Jacksonville taking a tight end in the second round. I had them taking Pat Fryermuth from uh, Penn State, who is a great tight end. And I'm not saying that signing Tim Tebow would be a, you know, oh, man, we don't need a tight end anymore. I would just be like, holy crap. I, I think that we've seen Taysom Hill become what Tim Tebow was supposed to be um, in the NFL. So this, for me, is, is very, very interesting. It's also very random. Um, and I just love how it happened, like, literally 15 minutes ago um, on draft day. So uh, not that it's important to the draft, but it's definitely something that's funny and saying, you know, anything can happen. Yeah, the other thing that I'll say before we probably end this off real quickly is uh, a notification I got, which I thought you were going to talk about, but um, you went a completely different direction. I never even heard of that. I'm looking it up right now. I'm reading about it. That's kind of awesome. Uh, good for him if he does come back. He is 33 years old, though, so it's kind of a tasking position to play at that age. But good for him if it works out. But uh, the story that I saw was that the 49ers asked the Green Bay Packers if they would trade Aaron Rodgers in exchange for their third overall pick. Uh, and the Packers said absolutely not, no way, no how. Which I find is pretty funny that, you know, but it does prove what we've been saying. That the 49ers are a legit quarterback away from being Super Bowl contenders. They have the roster to do it. Their defense is young. Their offense is explosive. And it's young. They have the making of it. They just don't have a quarterback. And Jimmy G's not their guy. So that's why they have to go quarterback at three. There's no way they don't. That's why I don't think, like you said, Atlanta probably won't trade down. Because Pitts is almost guaranteed to be there at four. And I think that's really their guy. Uh, As a Falcons fan, I hope it is. I can't speak for the organization. But... Um, I think that's pretty funny that they did ask the Packers for Aaron Rodgers. Which is, if you don't know, even more ironic 
considering that in 2005, the year Aaron uh, Rodgers was drafted out of the University of California, Berkeley, he wanted to be drafted by the San Francisco 49ers. That was his hometown team growing up. That was his favorite you know, team. And they passed on him in the draft. And the rest is history. They drafted Alex Smith. He got drafted by the Green Bay Packers. He's, what, a two- or three-time MVP. Uh, he's won a Super Bowl. Um, so very interesting. But I think that is actually super ironic. I did not hear that. So I, I am glad that you told me that. I, But, yeah, it, honestly, th- th- that just solidifies, obviously, 49ers. They are, they are out on Jimmy Garoppolo. They are going to go a quarterback tonight, obviously, since they did not get Aaron Rodgers. Um but yeah, tonight it will be super interesting. I expect to have a lot of surprise picks, especially once you get past that 13, 14 spot. Um, you know, we covered the top 12 in our opinion, but there's going to be a lot of movement, especially in that like, you know, late teen 20s rounds. There's going to be a lot of surprise picks. I, I think that we're, we might see some bigger names like Micah Parsons and Justin Fields fall. Um, you know, Fields doesn't go to 49ers like we suggested. Um, you know, there's a chance that we see guys move up. You know, um, th- there's legitimate depth in this draft. Um, so I, I think that, you know, we might be surprised. But, you know, that makes for a super great episode on Saturday. Um, instead of our usual Saturday episodes um, where, you know, you and I, Nick, you know, kind of talk more personal stuff. I think that we might spend, you know, a good hour giving our reaction to the draft because at that point we'll be done with day, three days of the draft or two days of the draft. Um, uh, you know, the yeah, third day would be going while we're talking. So um, definitely something to look out for. Uh, I think that this would be a super great draft. And, uh, you know, I know that this was a short episode, but I I think that will make the reaction episode uh, so much better. Yeah, I'm really excited. I've been excited for a while. Those of you who have been following, uh, I know I've personally been very excited for the draft. This is honestly, and I know I said it last episode, this is one of my favorite parts about sports in general. It's just, you know, the draft and the rebuild parts of teams. Um, So I've been super excited. Unfortunately, I do have to bounce back to work in about 25 minutes so i'm not super excited about that but it uh it'll all be worth it looking forward to the draft tonight and um eating some good food so with that being said uh we appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening once again uh we hope you guys enjoy the draft and as excited as we are Uh, and with that being said we'll see you guys on saturday peace